0: Hello and welcome to the latest Liverpool Blood Red podcast with me, Ian Doyle. Joining me today is not our full-time Liverpool reporter, James Pearce. Both home and away, he's actually at home. Uh, With me instead instead are uh, our LFC editor, Andrew Kelly, and Neil Jones, Echo Scribe. Hello. Hello, boys. Hello. How are you doing? I'm okay. Andy, I I think the answer to the question for you is freezing, probably, still. Uh,
1: No, I'm I'm thawed out and... uh, uh, still a bit down but uh but yeah warm at least
0: well we know why you're down Andy and it's not because you didn't get any particularly nice uh, presents for christmas it's because the result last night liverpool losing two, to Southampton 1-0 2-0 on aggregate um it wasn't a great day was it? it 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 was it wasn't a great day
1: it started off so well for liverpool with the uh the news of coutinho's new contract and it felt like that was well that was a, an intended sort of Positive boost uh, for the team as they look forward to you know what was a really crucial semi-final. Uh, I don't know, but it, it certainly sent many people to the ground. You know, in a really positive mood last night. Fabulous welcome for the team, along by the King Harry there. Um, but the team are just in a run of form that they couldn't get the job done, and um, <laughs> the worst thing was it wasn't that surprising. It's sort of similar affair to we've seen for the last few weeks with teams. Sitting deep and Liverpool really looking devoid of ideas and drive to to try and break that down. Um, Southampton came, did what they did. You've got to give them credit. As Klopp said, they won both legs, one nil. They deserve to be going through. Um, Though don't let anyone tell you they've uh, they've brought some magic new tactical twist to things. He brought his team, sat deep and hit Liverpool on the break. And um, you know, if, if Liverpool employ that tactic. You don't have a game of football. Uh, you have two, two teams sat in their own halves and, and you don't get 53,000 people there to see it. So um, th- this is the eternal, eternal debate, of course, but ultimately Liverpool weren't good enough on the night.
0: Neil, obviously Liverpool, as Andy said, stuck in a bit of a rut at the moment, it's, it's fair to say. I mean, we've seen this before, but we're going to come back to January. They didn't sign anybody. Is this now proving a bit of an issue? Are they are they paying for that basically?
2: Um, it's, I am. I, I really find it difficult to to make sort of complete assessments about whether a signing will help because look Liverpool you know who's moved in January that that you look and you say well how have Liverpool missed out on him you know Draxler they had a, a little look at but by all means it was too far down the line he was going to go to Paris Saint Germain they just had another lad from Benfica Paris Saint Germain they're obviously. Throwing a bit of money at a couple of prospects, I don't. If it was that simple, they would have done it. Is, is my my thinking, and I might be naive, and I might be. People will accuse me of of sort of of missing a wider point, but I I do I genuinely think if Liverpool thought that there was one player that they could bring in right now who would make them instantly a better team, I, they would have done it. And I just don't think that they they feel at this moment in time, there is. And I also think maybe, maybe. Jürgen Klopp and the the, the boards are showing a little bit of what you don't often get and that's, that's a little bit of support to players who, who maybe don't always get that from, from supporters and from clubs and, and saying that, you know what, they're having a bad job at the moment. Lallana, Firmino, Daniel Sturridge, Emery Chan, whoever. But in February, they could be Player of the Month. They, they, they could be back to the form that they showed earlier in the season.
1: Yeah, I think Jonesy's got a spawn. The other bit that we don't know is where this failure to act in January will look in a year's time because we don't know, uh, there could be, we know several players Liverpool were, were interested in in January and we know they haven't been able to get them. Uh, you know, Klopp said as much in his own words. Um, clubs do, do not want to sell uh, us their players in January even if we offer uh, extra cash. Because uh, you know, I've seen a lot of people saying FSG haven't put their hands in their pockets and cash will always talk. Well, we've heard it from the manager himself. We tried cash and it wouldn't, it wouldn't talk. Um, now, what we don't know is if Liverpool may well have decided rather than rush into signing somebody who's Plan B, if you like, or Plan C, that we'll wait till the summer and get Plan A, and that in a year's time we'll benefit from that by having a stronger squad overall by not wasting money. On players who potentially will come in and aren't ideal uh, for either the system or aren't quite as good as the ones we could have got, because the thing is, if those players that Liverpool are waiting on are available, somebody else gets them. Yeah, and
2: also, hindsight is is what all transfers are judged in. No, no matter what anyone says, there is no sure things. You know, barring Lionel Messi and Luis Suarez and and Ronaldo, you know, you think. Think back to when Liverpool... Luis Suarez when he went to Barcelona, yeah, think... not when he came to Liverpool, yeah, by the way. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah correct. And think back to the same day as Luis Suarez and Andy Carroll. Liverpool did what, I'm going to put a quotation marks on it, they just paid the money for Carroll. They just went and got him because they wanted him. And he wasn't the right player. And then all of a sudden, £35 million was the most ridiculous transfer Liverpool have ever done in, in history. Done the same with Benteke, they didn't. They probably could have got Benteke cheaper than what they got him for in the end, but they just paid the money because they needed to get... A player, or they felt like they needed to get a player, and it didn't work. So, the idea that you just just go and buy someone that, that seems to be—I've seen a lot of that from 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 Liverpool. I just go and buy someone and give places a lift, and I can sort of see a little bit of a rationale in terms of it does maybe sharpen people up. You know, do start worrying about the the place, or it might just give a fresh impetus. Or for for a month or so, it might just give someone who defences don't know about something to think about. But if it if it's a, if it's a short term fix, you know. I don't. I don't see it being an obvious, an obvious thing to do at the moment.
0: Having said that, and taking into account you mentioned about it's a bit of a lift to see new faces and this, that, and the other, it's clear though that Liverpool haven't got the strength in depth. And hopefully next season they'll be playing, and certainly in Europe, they'll be playing more games. You, so if, that, anybody, if anybody, if anybody, come to that? I was in so a yeah, I was sorry, gonna sorry. Say,
2: I was gonna say, do you think they haven't got the strength in depth, or do you think the depth is not in form? Because. I don't think Liverpool could go on right now and buy a better striker than Divock Origi or Daniel Studdage, but they're not playing well, those two, so that's that's why that's exacerbated the situation, is that and Adam Lallana's just dropped off a little bit, maybe Coutinho's not been I fit. still think they need some I, more I I think they need some more, numbers they need
0: more and they need squad more, depth. More. And that is, they probably might have been able to get somebody, because you're looking at, for squad numbers in that respect, you're not looking for like top, 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 top players, the ones that they can't... Harry Yes, there? yes, that they can't. You know, right. that struggle to bring in in a January, but it's like, you know, the, the, better, the better, the better, yeah, the better players of some of the lesser teams that you know, the likes of you know, Man City and you know, teams like that go Nick, like I don't know, Fabian Delft, somebody like that. You know, I'm not saying sign him. I'm not saying sign him. really. But
1: the one thing is, who who has, in terms of the market that Liverpool would be would be counting as their rivals, who's done? Yeah. any business well, Chelsea but brought Aki okay. back off I, that, yeah, which no I mean I've written a couple of times how yeah. much I've been impressed by Aki actually Aki. Yeah. but you know that's not what you'd call a, a stellar it's transfer that was, he set was, that him, was yes. already set up um, so that get that that will give them a boost. To be fair, you know, basically you know, it turns out it's good. But the as point, I think, the
0: point there is that most of those teams didn't have to because they already had their squad is deeper. I, I look, agree you with you there. You, so? yeah, okay. well, I mean, you look at, I want to say, you look at, yeah, you look at They've even got a, just they've, in got got a, they've got a, a, a bigger squad, certainly in terms of the strength and depth, and that's partly because they were in Europe last season and they're in Europe again this season, and so they're they're used to it. They they're planning for that. Arsenal have always got. You know the the squad is always senior players and you know, but we have to say quite decent youngsters. But there's their squad is actually a lot deeper than you might think. United's is, City's is, but it's got a bit old.
2: But what what, what about? I mean, I and still, then Chelsea, I still look Chelsea's playing Alexander Callebaut
0: at centre half. The but then, the time, they, but they don't <clears> have <throat> to. That's just that's Guardiola's just decided to do that. They don't have to no. play in there if they don't want it. Well, did they, no. I, against Ever, against Everton recently, they played
2: Pablo Zabaleta in centre midfield. I I don't. I don't think that was Guardiola's tactical no. master plan. I think that was because the squad was, was stressed. The IS4A has been playing all midfield. It's They've all got problems in, in different areas. They have.
1: I think with Guardiola, I think A, their youth teams set the standard at the moment. I think he's leaving a little bit of space for a couple of them to come through. They're, they're the best side in the under-23s league, albeit they're not top at the minute, and their eight teams are yeah. absolutely and, incredible.
2: And, and to me for Chelsea, have got... 58 players out on loan. I yeah. uh, and, most of, and most of Chelsea's
0: yeah. team won the league
1: 18 months ago. Where I agree with Ian is, I think when it comes to hopefully playing European football and, and you know, touch wood playing Champions League football, and we'll probably come on to, you know, that's a real battle ahead. But I do think Liverpool needed a, a, a deeper squad. next One thing I would say is that it will naturally... Become a squad you perceive as deeper as some of the younger players become more ingrained in your mind as someone who can come in. We yeah. we like we've seen in the last few weeks Alexander Arnold who had a mixed night last night but especially the first half was a real threat for Liverpool going forward. Um, in a, in a in a half when there weren't many threats for, for Liverpool but you know he's now a player that you can say is added into the senior squad. Um, I would say someone like, say, Ovi Ajari is not quite a senior player yet, albeit he's played for the senior team, and Ben Woodburn, similar. But you'd say Trent has sort of passed his his entrance exams, if you like, hasn't he? And, and also,
2: also you Liverpool got rid of what, 14 players in the summer, was it? It was, was the, the most tied most, most, it tied most ever, wasn't it? in the summer, wasn't it? I mean, they got rid of what would be loosely termed as dead wood from the squad. So, by definition, they shouldn't have any dead wood now. They should have. Players who at the very worst are yeah. good options on the bench. You know, yeah. if, let's say they sign another midfielder, and then all of a sudden, you sub midfielder is Chan, or it's Wan or it's Henderson, whoever. It's funny, I'll, I'll throw. I'll throw in. Sorry, Andy, sorry, I'll
0: throw in two names. One who's injured is Danny Ings, and he'd have played probably quite a lot yeah. in the last couple of weeks. Certainly, the last the last and two Ings months. Ings is the
1: sort of direct exactly. player that. In these times, where I think what's really frustrated uh, a lot of people watching is that. Um, Liverpool's method to beat these low defending teams is obviously pass it side to side, pass, 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 and and sometimes, and this is why I think Mane's absence ha- has also been so heavily sort of discussed. You just want someone to be direct, run at somebody, force someone into a challenge, mm. um, force someone to make a decision where they've got fifty percent chance of making it the wrong yeah, decision, shoot. and shoot. And it was so interesting that like Liverpool's closest thing to a goal last night came from. Um, I mentioned on the pod a couple of weeks ago that um, how shooting from the edge of the box had to be so from Liverpool had to be really I think it was before the Plymouth game because we knew they were going to sit back I mean, you knew you were going to have a lot of possession on the edge of their box so some decent quality shooting and uh, we saw Chan get a decent one on target for all that uh, Fraser Foster shouldn't have had the difficulty with it he did um, but um, so you know that's one thing and uh, yeah, you know, it's just I think people have been frustrated by the lack of someone like Danny Ings who who has that direct style of play.
0: Um, just to, talking of shots outside the box, by the way, Liverpool, no team has had more goals from shots outside the box in the Premier League this season. Liverpool have had seven from I mean, 50, 51, whatever it is that they've scored. Who's also got seven goals from outside the box, do you know? No. No? Would we'll you like to know? Um, um, let me...
2: Let me.
0: Very, very, someone... I wouldn't be asking you this if it was someone like Tottenham. You know what I mean? No. Nope. Go on. The answer is Burnley, and they've Burnley, only scored oh, about. Well, they tw- they've t- only, t- only t- scored t- about. T- 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 they've only scored about twenty-four yeah, goals t- t- or something t- 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 like that. T- so, t- so they, t- you know, they, they uh, score from outside the, the The
2: other, I mean, that, the, the other point that Andy's making there about about players who, who sort of change the change the way of of you playing. That that's it. And, and Danny Ings, We're not we're not going blaming Danny Ings for for Liverpool's shortcomings. Far from it. You know, he was. He wasn't playing at all, you know, earlier in the season. But that's that's depth, you know, in terms of he didn't suffer that injury during the transfer window in the summer. You know, he he, he suffered that in an inopportune moment in the middle of I think it was the end of October, wasn't it? He suffered it. So you can't you can't plan that. You can maybe suggest yeah. that okay, he was still coming back from a bad injury, but the expectation would have been to come January. Danny Ings probably would have been back to something like. And there's a, there's the an
1: argument that says the these last few weeks have been a sort of. Um, this amalgamation of factors that has, has gathered
0: into but a one really of them, depressing one of them, one of them they've known for a long time, which was Manu. Yeah, And he's the that, one. Because no-one's really saying, oh, we should have... But I think that's the, the criticism that's I would give. Yeah. Is that
2: all the, I, don't, I, thought, I think it was Everton as well. I think Everton got to the stage early in the season where all of a sudden they had new players and they were all of a sudden indispensable to them. Mm. And that suggests that you've got a problem if you're relying on someone you didn't have Three months earlier, they had it with Balassi and they had it with Adrisa. Guy, they've managed to compensate for both of them recently, but we'll see whether that that lasts. Liverpool seem to go very quickly, got reliant on Mane and very quickly reliant on Matip, and I think that that suggests that maybe they were they, they weren't quite as strongly some, positioned. Some, some, yeah. And
1: they're not where they need to be. This is what I'm talking about last night, and if you look at it like Matip. Anyone who watching Matik last night, you know, you'd have him out the door. He got skinned a couple of times by Redmond when he he'd sort of been left exposed. Um, and he's obviously someone who hadn't played since sort of second week of December, wasn't it? So he he's on his way back. Coutinho, we saw from the half chance he had, um, you know, not quite there at his best. Um, you know, that one he curls just past the post many a time we see him curl that one in. And you know, Anderson there's, there's, well. kind of You know, has been struggling a bit, and but what storage you know, isn't fully sharp because he doesn't
0: play all that often. This is, a, this is a good point you make uh, because I made this point on Twitter last night, that some some people were ha- having a having a go at me, shall we say. Uh, but, and that's it's, fine. It's, you can
1: understand people's frustration in this. I can understand anyone having to go
0: in. Yeah, yeah, the, exactly. the point I was making is that I mean I remember a long time ago when Liverpool played Strasbourg in the I think it was the Cup Winners' Cup away, they got beat 3 0, but it was a game where Roy Evans was in charge and I think he put seven of the players who started the game yeah. were either just come back from injury or you know were not long from having been injured or, or whatever it was, they weren't at full fitness and you can do that with maybe one, maybe two players. You can't do it with seven. I think, as we just mentioned, Liverpool there have found themselves doing it with three, four players. If you count storage as not being totally sharp because he's not played that often, and that can kind of, that showed a little bit. Didn't Definitely, it? And,
1: and but also then it harks back to our point point about the squad, doesn't it? Whereby if you've got a stronger squad and feel more comfortable with maybe bringing in your second choices in a cup semi final, if Philippe Coutinho is still, you know. Struggling a little bit, could you keep him for the last half an hour? I mean, there's no arguments with playing Coutinho last night, of course. You know, he looked fit enough. off. He, uh, you know, could have had an impact in the game. He, you know, certainly wasn't Liverpool's worst player. Uh, you know, but Matip looked a bit, a bit off the, um, off the pace. So you're thinking, you know, if if Liverpool had a better sort of second choice centre half, would you have been playing him and letting Matip ease his way back into full fitness and the sort of classy? Uh, elegant defender we've, we've come to expect from and that's where you know, the squad depth does have a factor
0: There's another factor here though that perhaps Jurgen Klopp wasn't expecting Liverpool to be quite high up or challenging certainly the last couple of weeks for the title and the, I know you, you can't plan for certain, you shouldn't be planning for oh we've got no chance of winning the league this season but he would have seen it as though we just need to improve on last season, get to the Champions League. That would have been the target, which it still is the target, yeah, which well, is I, still I, very I, I, doable. I do this a lot, and
2: you know, I'm sure, I'm sure people will pick up a, a, a problem with this. But if you switched it round the season, if Liverpool had started the season with this month, what they what he's done in January? If they started I, the
1: season with this month, it would have been carnage. Can you
2: imagine, I mean, can you imagine yeah. the end of that? Time? But yeah, imagine Liverpool had started the season with one win in seven. Yeah in all comps, whatever, and then gradually picked up and we're in the same, exactly the same position now but playing the way that you were doing. You'd be saying what a fantastic season Liverpool have had. People
1: would be having a sneaky eye at the top of the table, exactly. wouldn't uh, they? Be, beat, so, beat Chelsea on Tuesday I, and we're in it. I'm very think much,
2: of, I'm sorry, sitting next good. to Dory, so I'm, I'm, we're a perfect counterbalance in that <laughs> I, one I, of us still, I still have and a decent has, <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I think we our age equals exactly 80. But, erm, um, we, um, oh, yeah. my counterbalance I'm not joking oh. <laughs> counterbalance is that I still have a bit of optimism about Liverpool season I don't I don't like the way they play at the moment I don't think it's good I don't think the team are very happy with it and they look like the team lacking belief I think I I think it's telling that I think every goal that they scored since the turn of the year has been from a cross or sort of yeah, yeah. it's been said it, they, they have something like that it, yeah. yeah, so they're not they're not creating goals no. as such they're not doing what they were doing earlier in the season but I still look you know, a month ago, look, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have saw this coming. So, in a month's time, we can be sitting here talking about that incredible night against Chelsea, where they blew the title leaders away five 0 in Anfield, a quarter final at home to a lower league club to book them a place at Wembley for another semi final, and and potentially a top four place locked in. So, I, I, wouldn't be. I think a sense of perspective is very much needed.
0: Now, I would, I would like to agree with Neil on this because, oh. because. Told you you look difference. at it, Liverpool are 10 points behind Chelsea. Just looking ahead to the Chelsea game. Chelsea's game after that they is Arsenal. Home. They could easily draw that. Yeah. Liverpool beat Chelsea and Liverpool uh, will win at Hull. And suddenly they're only five points behind them. But know they are still in that position, so there's still a lot to play for. It's just that the, you look at it and you go, well, we were in a better position at the start of the month and if we oh, yeah, had right. extra And, and no, players, the problem is that
1: no one right now... And, Perhaps I'm I'm misreading it, but I don't feel, among the supporters at the minute, there's many who feel they're going to go to Anfield on Tuesday and and turn over Chelsea. Now, I'm sure everyone will get up for the game. This is a
0: separate issue, though, isn't it? This is a separate issue completely, because while you can't criticise fans, or if you do, they tend to get a bit upset about it. I mean, I thought the crowd was really poor last night. I I thought it was, not in terms of the actual sound, but I thought... They lost faith really, really quickly, and they started picking on certain players. I, I asked, Certainly, Daniel Sturridge. I asked Klopp about
1: this uh, after Swansea, uh, after the game, um, and I, you know, mentioned to him, you know, your very first day in the club, turning Dowsonbury, Dowsonbury. that fav- famous phrase now that be yeah, whenever any you look back years and years looking back at Klopp, that'll always be brought up in it when you're talking about yeah. it, and I, and, I, and I asked him about belief, and he said. He said, "Yeah, there was belief in the stadium when, when we equalised it 2 all, but that's not enough, is it? There has yeah. to be belief at two 0 down to Swansea that you're going to come back. I mean, that Firmino first came from nowhere, and suddenly there was a well, bit. I
2: think, I think it feels a little. I, I still think that belief it just isn't there inherently. It it's forced, you know. In terms of last night, great pitches. We, we we got them in the pitches from the the Anfield Road, King Harry, and the, the bus. Well, it must be fantastic. I I, I we, we were discussing it and saying." You know, there was a couple of people in the office saying, well, would that, does that make an impact to you? I think if I was a professional I'm getting in on, the, on the bus there, I'd 100% that gets me right up for this game tonight. But you, there's not, it's almost self-defeating if then the first time you miscontrol a layoff or, or put one out of play or don't quite hit, hit your target with a diagonal, it's... It, it, yeah. it, 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 it can't just be done
1: it, it can't just be done for show yeah. or, or a social I think people uh, are for and, a, I think for a trying social to, to social, social media is it, sort of storm. Is it a
0: generational thing though because we have to bear in mind that there's a certain you know if you're under the age of 30, 35 you won't remember Liverpool winning that's the league that's that's if you're under the age of 20 you've seen them probably off the top of your head win one trophy yeah. really that's all you remember it, I mean that's, that's growing up I, think... I mean me and Andy obviously are a bit older than you Neil Um when Liverpool were winning stuff, it wasn't brilliant every week. There were so many games where they'd play at I've home, and it would be like nil-nil, one-nil, struggling to I've, break I've down teams. I've been told about people going to cup
2: finals, FA Cup finals in the eighties, League Cup finals in the eighties, not really wanting to go but going because you, that's what you do, you go and just sort of go on there on the
0: thing of, you know. There was well, lots of games when you were at Anfield wasn't yeah, full. European, Loots, European games, there were the reigning champions, but I mean, obviously there were other factors with that, you know, we're talking about yeah. the eighties and all this, but we're talking about the actual, I, I think the mentality longing, of the fans. Except, I think the longing is so yeah. great that people, yeah. people lose patience too accept having to wait
2: any longer, or you know, not can't accept it, but are struggling to accept every time it looks like that longing is going to have to catch That's
1: why you have some of the, sort of, Maybe over the top reactions that you see yeah. sometimes, especially on social media. Do you mean media. like trending,
2: like clop out?
1: Yeah, like like clop yeah, out trend. Yeah, Doyle
0: being compared to a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, know <laughs> yeah, no, yeah was Nazi propaganda and, just because I did the the player ratings and they gave me on the reception, Really? I mean,
1: the reason is that people you know, care too much, you know, and yeah. or, or can see it slipping away. Yeah, there's nothing when wrong
0: with that, people caring. No, there's absolutely
1: not. But uh, answer me this question. Right? Go. On. We've had. There's been some great. Games inside Anfield this season, some great atmospheres. Last night we were in a semi-final under the lights, and it, it wasn't terrible atmosphere, but it, it wasn't. Right, yeah, same. started off all right, but it and soon lost that sort yes. of because they were seeing the same fair unfold in front of them. Deep lying Southampton, Liverpool struggling with ideas to break it down. They could see it all happening almost in on you know déjà vu again. Um, but I've always thought under the lights, night game. Tends to be more locals if you wish there as well because it's midweek. You you get a superb atmosphere. What what is it that gets us one of those great occasions at Anfield? I don't mean like a you know Dortmund. I just mean a really really buzzy game where you just feel everyone was into it. And then some of the the staid atmospheres that we've we've had not just recently but we've we've seen them drop in. I I,
2: I would I would probably has I think adversity. Well, was about Helps, to say, yeah. Helps. Helps. That situation, yeah. and ironically, that, sh- that should have been the case last night, really, because do one 0 down from the first, they to respond. I think if Southampton score after ten minutes, and Liverpool suddenly need three to go through, I think you probably would have got a surge of, of, right, okay, let's let's yeah. have this. But obviously, the longer, I, I think I said to Doyle yesterday, just pre- the game I said, the longer the game goes on to tomorrow night, tonight, sorry, I think the less likely Liverpool are to get through. I thought Liverpool had to blitz them in the first twenty minutes. Yeah, to go yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that was my opinion. Um, which was correct. Look, luckily the, the,
1: the, uh, the best one every year. The best crowd motivator in England arrives into town next Tuesday. Is it him uh, yeah. Diego Costa was who Diego. I was thinking that's of. What I was mean, you, you, bad...
2: you know, I can remember a run on the Rafa Benitez in his last season where they lost five in a row, four, certainly four in a row, maybe five. And United came to Anfield and it was David, the one that David and Cox scored. And every bit of your brain said, oh, I'll get beat today with They've been awful. Seen them against Leon. Seen them against I think but you, they were beaten. Was it by, Fulham? Was it the Fulham game? Fulham. They. Yeah. Aston Villa. I think beat them at home as well. And yeah. it was. It was. It, you know. Everything said. Rooney's turning up and and Beretov and whoever else. They they're gonna get beat here. But but everyone got up for it and Liverpool sort of put this gnarling performance in and, and bounced back and beat them two 0 It'd be interesting yeah. to see. We'll obviously
1: preview Chelsea af- on Monday after Wolves and, and everything else. But it'd be interesting to see how. Liverpool's form looks against the team who, who come and Conte is, not, is going to let his side... He yeah. will believe they're the best team in England and they'll come to play their football. It'd be interesting to see how Liverpool's form looks against a team that's going to let them play their game and say, we think ours is better. Yeah. And, 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 and just I suspect Liverpool will look a lot better. Um, but, of course, that comes with the inherent dangers that... Um, Chelsea will have rather more opportunities in around our box than, than the likes of up: Right, we'll
0: we'll stop there talking about the fans because they're probably listening to this yeah, and we're, becoming we're not, really know, angry. Yeah. Yeah. The point is, we're, we're not. I, I'm,
2: I'm Liverpool, Liverpool not, fans I'm talk not not about
1: this more than anybody else. Just, mm. You know, we're not we're not here uh, slagging off fans. I mean, absolutely we not. Don't we're, decide
2: how you support football club. We're just commenting on. on the we're privileged
1: that we you know get into the ground, do our work, get in for free. Um we've and be, all put you know sometimes. Sometimes Perishing last night. But you know, there's the fans ha- what we're saying is the fans have a role to play and it's interesting that there's some games and it's impossible to tell which ones where they have yeah.
2: before a game, where they have much
1: bigger role
2: well, than others. And also just think back finish on the fans' point, just think back to that Dortmund game. I'm telling you, if you'd have taken a snapshot after fifty minutes, you wouldn't have said this is an incredible Anfield atmosphere at Dortmund. Because when Marco Roy scored, it was like, oh, God's sake. James tweeted game over famously mm. on that night. If Dortmund get fourth and fifth, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be going away saying, well, Dortmund battered Liverpool, but why God, how good were the fans there for them 90 minutes? Because there have been groans, there have been moans about misplaced passes and poor defence. So I think and what you're
1: saying is there, ha- there has to be a reaction from the field as well yeah, to get yeah,
2: someone I think to it, You have to see a bit of a tangible sort of sign of, of
0: an impact. We will move on to the questions because Thanks. we had some uh, some people on our Twitter account We're asking some questions. We asked them for them. Sergio Rodriguez, who I think is from West Derby, um, he says, what about the team selection uh, for teams uh, up against teams who are sitting back? And he suggests playing Trent Alexander-Arnold and Alberto Moreno as full-backs and putting two up front.
1: Well, I think two up front, but I'd, I'd never... I don't fancy Alberto Moreno ultimately, not so even left wing. not even in your suggestion at left wing, which I don't That's think was so the worst. It wasn't the worst suggestion <laughs> I've ever had, in, but it was near there. So no. Uh, <laughs> so third, in a tribute no. today. I mean, we had to, you know Trent Alexander Arnold played last night against the you know a low lion defence, and I, th- I, th- I thought first half you know, put in a couple of dangerous balls, find some uh, find some good good passes going forward. It wasn't as effective in the second half and obviously um, got caught out by Redmond a couple of times going forward, but Nathan Redmond's a good player and he'll, catch, player. he'll catch you know, more but experienced players. Player, by the way. Size on him but is Mael. unbelievable. We'll yeah. Chelsea schooled. Um, Chelsea schooled. Um, but the two up front would be an option, um, I think, but it's, it's not an option that Klopp seems to really trust, I don't think. He has played it on occasions. I, but. I like
2: the idea of Milner getting a chance to not play left-back every so often because I think Milner albeit he's, he's the another, best crosser isn't he, even great even he's also someone he's nicked goals and assists you know wherever he's played he's played for Manchester City I can remember him coming around Anfield and breaking down Liverpool you know for for, for good 30-40 minutes in the second half of that famous game 3-2 game wasn't it yeah, he? yeah. yeah. You know, he turned the game Milner he's not he's not particularly subtle or, or graceful or anything like that but he's someone who he knows how to play football, he knows how to take up positions that are useful, and I, I still think there's. I wouldn't be writing them off as a, as a, a midfielder, even despite his excellent form. Now, of speak,
0: speaking of midfielders, Michael Davis asks, why is Klopp so reluctant to drop Emre Chan? And could Ginny Wijnaldum be used in a more attacking role? Neil, I'll ask you because you have strong opinions. <laughs> Thanks. Well,. Um, well
2: yeah, Klopp knows knows his team better than we do. I I I was surprised last night that Chan was the one who he picked instead of Wayne I thought Wayne would have been the one who got the nod. And um, personally, maybe maybe Klopp's thinking around that was that it's better to have Genie Wayne Alden to come off the bench if you need him than it is to have Emery Chan if you don't break through in the first hour. And then you know I don't think he'd have been looking down that bench at nil nil after an hour with Chan and thinking, yeah, gotta get him on. But that, that's the thats the sort of the chicken-and-the-egg scenario, isn't it? You know, have you got more chance of being out of sight after now, hour you Wine Wijnaldum? I do think that there's a bit of Aldon to play further forward, actually. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think he could play from the where Coutinho played last night, hmm. from the left, and maybe Coutinho playing a bit more. No. No. Yeah, no. In the hole. Essentially, yeah, in the hole, like they're the number 10. Um, But then, Alana's been doing that job this season, doing well. So, dilemmas. I still... I, I I think there's another gator with Genie and Alden. I, I like what I've seen generally of him this season, but I, I think I think there's there's numbers to come from and Alden in terms of
0: ne- what he does. Next question for you, Andy. Uh, why doesn't Klopp make any substitutions before the seventy fifth minute?
1: Well, he's not the only manager who tends to save his subs up. Um,
0: but the amount well, of times that he doesn't make all three subs, he didn't do it again, did he? On uh,
1: no, we've on done night. we've done a piece on this. Um, there's two things I think. I think one is. I think there's a certain faith in his method and in his starting team. And they obviously train and work as a starting eleven. That's why we didn't see Matip come back for the Swansea game, because he hadn't been involved in the team training before. So I think he's very, um, sort of, ha- places a lot of emphasis on his starting lineup and the fact that he's built them to do a job. And I think he also feels that um, Liverpool can win a lot of games late on because... His, his, his view is that Liverpool are the fittest team in the league. And
2: last night, you have to remember, it's one goal away from extra time as well, so it wasn't bringing someone on for eight minutes. Yeah, that's minutes. Minutes, yeah. Yeah. Minutes. And, You know,
1: Liverpool had the chances to get that goal last night. Um, this is what Klopp spoke about a lot afterwards. So I think sometimes he has frustrated me. There was a couple of games where I just thought, why wouldn't you throw Ben Woodburn off yeah. the bench for boring five minutes? Uh, was it? Yeah, I think it might have been Bournemouth. Yeah, because, you know, you just think, I think he just scored against um, Leeds, and you just thought strikers they just tend to have these little runs. It might be something, something we'll just drop for him if you throw him on there, and he didn't. And I think that was that was him trying to be kind to us you know a sixteen or seventeen year, old whatever Ben would be seventeen now, isn't he? You know, trying to be kind to seventeen, not saying to him you've got to get us out of this yeah. little hole. And you can appreciate that in the long term, but yeah, I I would say I've been a little frustrated that he uh, that he that he doesn't go to the bench a little more often. But I think it's generally because he, he feels he's put out the side he thinks can get the job done, even if that's in the last 10 minutes.
0: Another question that got asked, I've written down corners, but there was a there was a swear word with it that, that, that rhymes with height. Um, and basically, it's somebody who's obviously watched the game, watched quite a fair few Liverpool games, and still thinks that, that when it comes to set pieces from, from out wide, they're not really doing it. But do you think that's right? Well, do you know what? I, I, I'm thinking about this. I've I, I only ever read the book called The
2: Numbers Game. I probably wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I'm definitely, I I'm
0: definitely not going to read it. Now. It's, it's a, it's a, good, thoughtful it's, book, but it's, it's not Tenerife by the Pool. It's Pooh, not, it's not. Recommend. Yeah, it's, it's heavy. You
2: yeah. know. But I, I, I read it because i you know, I, I have such a lonely, lonely dark life. He does it really. Um, but I, and it says that you have these, these confirmation bias in your, in your mind that you remember when they go wrong. So people say this about them. Um, for example, two goal leads, and you say, oh, you need 2-0 up, and you come back to 2-2, because you remember every time someone goes 2-0 up and come back to 2-2, you, you that you notice it because it's unusual. You don't remember all the time when someone goes 2-0 up, goes to 2-1, and then you go 3-4-1, 5-1, you don't, that, that ever registers with you. And I think people, Liverpool's corners tend to be, the bad ones are so bad that you go away thinking, Liverpool have taken the worst corners I've ever seen, when the reality is they probably put five or six decent ones in that no one's got the red on. Southampton centre half heads it away. It's not necessarily a bad corner. It might be a, it might be a bad run, or it might be if someone's been blocked off or whatever. I don't think Liverpool's corners generally are as bad as not as bad as they were last season. It's only me.
1: two to three games since they caused carnage yeah. at Old Trafford with yeah. corners. Yeah. We got a penalty. scored, scored Stops, at Plymouth.
0: Scored at Plymouth uh, from yeah, a corner. I mean, I thought I think one was a free kick. To be honest, I thought what Jonesy was
1: going to have is to hand there, which I don't have, but. I, I Neither know do that. I, by the way. I know that the the stats guys out there regularly put it out. That actually, the number of goals scored from corners yeah. is nowhere near as oh, many as. One well, who's, it? who's, yeah, one who's the
0: who's the who's the worst team at defending corners this season? Crystal Palace, yeah. I would have yeah. thought. They've yeah. been terrible, yeah. and
1: um, yeah, what I would say is that when Liverpool, I think it was in the Palace game when Matip scored, was that was that a Palace? And yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it, yeah. it was Coutinho was taking the corners. Yeah. Now. Milner seemed to take most of them last night. He said, I haven't got the stats down from memory, but certainly he was put, putting some in. Got an assist at,
0: for one
2: of them. At,
1: at, at that stage, I think you pick pick your corner taker. Coutinho seemed to be in a yeah. situation where he was taking some good corners. Well, let's stick with him. I'm not quite sure why we've gone back to, to yeah. Milner. So... Um, I sort of... Milner's we'll, much better
2: crosser in uh, open play than he is yeah. in their balls I think. So, so that's,
1: uh, we sort of... We'll take that on board, but I do, I do think, you you know, Lovren uh, and Pogba was, was, you know, the story, one of the stories that came out of Old he Trafford. Uh
0: the DL last season, definitely the corners. Uh, well, we'll look ahead then, very briefly then, to the game on Saturday. It's another cup competition. It's Wolves at home. It's the one that everybody wants to be at. Uh, what was the... Did you see a tweet? Or was it... Was it I saw name? it. Yeah,
2: uh, just just to let you know, I've got, I've got 3,000 spares for Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> wants to inbox me. And I think
0: that, was, that summed up, I think it was gallows humour from last night. Yeah, but it's an interesting point now, because if you'd have asked this question on when, you know, Wednesday morning, what team is the going to put out? You'd have picked, you know, like the team against Plymouth. But they're out of the League Cup now, and I know it's Chelsea on Tuesday, but it's still four days off. Does he go strong for this game? Does he have to? Because this is te- just realistically, this is the last well, chance Liverpool have got of winning anything does, this season.
2: Forget, forget for a minute the Chelsea game. Forget the, the, sort of, the resting element of it. The form isn't good, is it, of players? So, I don't, I don't think I'd rather have Philip Coutinho sitting there stewing on a couple of bad games, and wait, and then and then expect him to just suddenly turn it on against Chelsea. I, I wouldn't mind seeing a couple of these players. Look, go back out there and, and get yourself back into form. Get a goal. Go go, go and have a go at this cha- you know, good, Decent enough side, but lower league, cha- lower table championship. Play. All right,
0: then we'll try and pick the team then, shall we? Rather than go and walk yeah, the, we'll, we'll start as right, well, a collective. Other, we, we'll do a collective. Go okay. on, sorry, Andy. First. No,
1: sorry. The, the, the other thing I'd say is, the other, the other way, on the other side of the coin from what Neil's saying is, so the, the, the first team, quite a few of them aren't in form. So, they, set them down, let's see if yeah, someone sure else can
2: we'll do sure. better. Yeah.
0: So, um, we've got, so, we're having carries and go.
2: Calleus was excellent last night. Yes, he, he was. was. But I don't he see is. why
1: I I don't see why goalkeepers need need to be rested in any shape or form. So I'd play Minola. Right, okay.
0: Well, you've been outvoted too. <laughs> um, Get out.
1: Yeah, left back. Moreno. I'd play Moreno. i because I don't yeah. like Milner with Moreno.
0: That's not very nice, is it? Mil- no, I
1: don't want him with two two biggest games in four days. That's true.
0: Okay, what about your centre backs? Well, I think I think...
2: Joe Gomez will play. I think. Yeah, i would, no, I would probably yeah, go Matip for for rhythm.
0: I'd go for Lucas. I would play Matip, so again, Andy, you're, you're on your own on this one. Uh, right back, It's got I'm assuming. It's, it's, assuming Clain's not fifth. I it'd think be, have to be Trent. Yeah, it be Trent. Yeah. yeah. Have to be Trent. Yeah. yeah. And then, so, Hoop,
1: then they'll try to get Clain back yeah. for Chelsea. Won't so who've
0: we got then in midfield? I don't, Chan can't play, can he? Just if, you, if be you're Jordan not
2: be well, if you're
1: not playing Lucas at centre half, I think you've got to have Lucas
2: Stewart. Stewart.
1: It's sooner have Lucas, Lucas, Lucas is better than is a better player than Stewart ultimately.
2: I think I think Henderson has to be has to be managed. If he's got this heel problem, Liverpool can't risk a long term injury to, to Henderson. If he, if he can get him through this spell and, and get him over it, then yeah. So, I'd have i have Henderson. He, he I'd play, I'd have, have, H- Lucas or oh, Henderson. sorry, I'd have, um, I'd have Lucas. i and I am going to go controversial. I'm going to have the two. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to have Coutinho and Lallana in that midfield. So I'm going to have legs in there.
0: Coutinho and Lallana. Um, I wouldn't
1: I wouldn't have Lalana. I think is probably still searching for a little I'd look to play him You're for about an Coutinho. hour. Um what about one album? I think given he didn't start last night, I don't
0: really see why you wouldn't play him. So we've got one Aldam. sorry Neil. Okay. Um that leaves us with the three, front three. the front three.
2: Well, I, uh, I'd got... really can I make
1: would really like to see Shea Joe play. Now Jim saw him against Ipswich on Sunday. And uh, I was watching a bit of that game myself and he, he Ipswich weren't very good and yeah. Shay's natural pace, he was flying past players. All too often, he still hasn't got his final decision-making pass right. Um, but he, he was on loan at Wolves last season. Yeah, I think it's a game he'd be really up for. He'll know quite a few of the Wolves players yeah. and I think it's a real chance for him I, to stay his clear. Also, I think they'll
2: know him. And I, think, I think you might get there right back if he's up against the weather thinking... I'm not going over halfway. line. Today. This lad
1: beats me by five yards in I training.
2: Mean, no, I was, I watched that Ipswich game, and all I was thinking was, I wish Shay or Joe had Harry Wilson's football game and productivity.
1: Yeah. So, 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 uh, so let's so, play so Joe on the wide right. Are you, wide, you playing him on the left? You can play or either.
2: Either, either. either. Um, so uh, we're left with then Sturridge, one hundred percent for me, Sturridge.
0: Just needs a goal, Daniel sturridge. sturridge as well. So that leaves us with somebody else out wide, and I think I know we're all going to say here. I can't even
2: you're you not
0: saying a Rigi? Well I don't oh, know. Like oh, really, really like a...
2: like um, for whatever reason because I think I think it I don't think he gets rid of the ball quick enough when he's out wide. Mm-hmm. Arigi, I think he take, he holds on to it. He wants to he wants to dribble with it, he, know, he, could take, you know... he,
0: he he could play four four, two, four, one, four one Yeah then four four two one sorry out, could out, put, out, yeah, yeah, you, you could put in, or we've still we still got another player missing here so who's the other one gonna be
1: <laughs> um, I mean, he wasn't on the bench even last night, but you could throw a Jaria in there. He played. Uh, he played at Plymouth, didn't he?
2: Um, played both games. Played um, so um, Woodburn. Um, yeah, I would uh, I'm, say. I'm, 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 I'm a bit concerned about um, having two kids. Absolutely like wide. Them. Yeah, yeah. But I like Woodburn. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Look, let's let's. I'm gonna make an executive decision unless I've Jan Janirigi. Reluctantly, on my like behalf, on on one, on, wing. on
0: one wing. So that's Carius. Uh, well, you heard it anyway. I'm not going to the team again. Yeah. Um, so, are we thinking this is a must-win? Yeah. It, 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 or a, or please don't draw. It, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's really, difficult because
1: lo- you know there's going to be a certain element of concern among supporters going to that game. Whoever you know, those who use their three thousand spares and get it, <laughs> go go to the ground and it'd be nice just to get a bit of positivity back it's going into Chelsea
2: the, the winners of this week BT Sport Liverpool v Wolves are Anfield BT Sport will be going there now thinking oh, half a chance
0: half yeah. a chance to upset half That's a chance for Jake Humphrey to have a, a yes. dig at Stephen Gerrard yeah, again or, or Neil Warnock whoever else yeah. did, did, did you know, this him.
1: isn't and we should all we should say about this is this isn't Plymouth and Plymouth was difficult enough Wolves are a championship side albeit they're you know, they're not having a, a great Wolves season. Wolves
0: beat Stoke at Stoke, but Wolves didn't have their full team out, and Stoke more or less did. Yeah. So, I'm not sure what that tells you. Yeah, well,
2: They'll, 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 they'll let's, be, let's, let's they'll be licking their lips. Teams. Let's have some positivity. Let's have Liverpool we'll go out there 2 0 Anfield. Nice win. Goal for Daniel Sturridge, Bit of form. You know, a bit of, bit of feel good. And. and have a, have a right good go at Chelsea on Tuesday, that, that's that's the best
0: case
1: scenario. Oh, that would be great. Just go to the match and enjoy ourselves because, yeah. I mean, that's what we're
0: going so, for, isn't it? I was going to say, and it? preferably not be absolutely freezing <laughs> and be blown away. And as you start there, David. Yes. But, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, join us next week where we'll be looking ahead to the Chelsea game and looking back at the Wolves game where hopefully Liverpool have won a game. Cheerio.